My amazing friend, Courtney DeFeo, joins us to share some very practical tips on practicing kindness, because let me tell you, she's got them. She even has a system. She calls it Light em Up, and it's been shared on Good Morning America and on platforms all over, and it's incredible. Because Courtney is high octane. She is a blogger and an author, wrote a terrific book called In This House Will Giggle because she loves to laugh, but she also loves to inspire people and to see people and to care for people. And that's what she's going to share with us today. Hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Okay, so Courtney is, uh, is like the kindness queen, seriously. I'd love to hear, first of all, what prompted you to do like to proactively do acts of kindness, which even became your world, like light them up was kind of a big thing that you've done through Christmas, but it's a lifestyle. It's, it became a lifestyle for you when and how. Yeah. Well, first let me introduce you to my friend. Um, this is Maisie. Say hi. So we're doing a renovation in our house. Thanks to the storm. It kind of started things. So there's lots of noise in our car. So I just threw her in and we're up the road by like a spirit store. So hello, thanks for having me in the car. <laughs> um, okay, so to answer your question, you know, I, I will say the, my heart towards kindness probably goes back to my mom and I just saw her live it out. So in a myriad of different ways, you know, one of my favorite stories I tell in my first book is that she was going to Subway to get my brother's cheese and mayonnaise sandwich. And she overheard the lady saying that she was crying, saying she couldn't pay a certain bill. And so mom came back and put me in the car because I normally wasn't at this carpool situation. And she wrote the amount, she overheard the amount, wrote the amount for the lady's bill and sent me in because she wouldn't know it was me. And I love that about my mom because she was like, she heard the need didn't want it to be about her, which I get tripped up into. I'm like, look how nice I am. But she's so humble about it and just knows it's the right thing to do to respond when you can. And she didn't. And so I saw her living out faith in the way of kindness for a, a large part of my life. And so that I think that DNA is in me. Um, and I feel like for both of us, like that's what God calls us to do. Like we love because we've first been loved, you know. Um, but I, I think as a mom, I started wanting to it kind of got um, Christmas around their like second, third year of life. I started noticing that pull to like just get stuff, you know, just throw in all the stuff at Christmas. And I kind of started feeling nauseous. Like what is, this can't be what life is about as I just get, get, get. And so I was trying to turn the conversation for my kids about, no, we can give at the, not just at the holidays, but year round. And so light them up started there. That's sorry. We're in Texas. <laughs> Trucks going by. <laughs> um so long story short, that Christmas, I just wanted to start something for my own kids and our friends to really see that they don't have to be very old and you don't have to go very far to just literally light people's face up and their world up um, with kindness. And it starts as simply as noticing the Chick-fil-A drive through person just saying, hey, you know, Mandy, I see you every week. We have just a little candy cane for you or um, writing things on neighbor's driveways. Surprise. Good morning. We hope you have a good day. And just asking my kids like what who just around our house needs to be thanked. And they came up with um, and random acts of kindness isn't me. I didn't come up with it, but I just wanted to put some words to it and some ideas out there for people. So they you know, roll, put stuff in the trash can for the garbage man. They put things in the mailboxes for their, our post men and women that came to our house every day. So it started little, I shared the ideas and it kind of just 
imploded because other moms like me and you were like, I know this is possible. How do I go about doing this with little kids at home when we're busy every day and, and are not in a place where we can go on a quote unquote mission trip, which I love mission trips, but we're on a daily mission to spread joy and love and gratitude and a busy world. And so that's how it started. Okay, so a couple of things about that that I love. It's not like your mom was saying, be kind, go be kind. She was just doing it. Like yeah. she was doing it and and then you absorbed it, of course. And yeah. then here you are doing it too. So that's a huge part of this process is um, it's not always about saying doing it, just doing it. And, yes. Um, yes. and to tell me, like, even you had, there had to have been an, an element of like, man, this feels good for you to, yes. to be yes. going, I want this for my people. Yes. I think that I balanced that. And I was funny, I was talking to my counselor earlier this morning about this, like that as kind of an achiever person and a person that loves to do good for other people, you can get like, um, what is the word? Almost like sold into the bill of goods that it's about you. And it's about, cause it does feel good. And I wanted that for my kids to, for them to pay for someone's meal and see the impact, but we don't always get to, we're not supposed to get the glory. And so I think that that's a caution. It is biblical that um, we give, you know, with our hands open, that's not the worst, but it's like, we give as cheerful givers. We give not so that we get credit. Um, it's, you know, so I think I was always toying with that on how do I show my kids that you are really making an impact on someone. So for one time they went to the mall around Christmas and they were thanking people with their candy canes and they like a big security guard hugging them. And then a lady at the makeup counter saying, I've never been thanked like this. So there was an element of them going like, see the good that you're having with little simple things. But also it's really important that we step back and just do what God prompts us to do. And we may never know this side of heaven, what impact it had, but we know we responded. We know we filled a need and we kind of get out of the way. And so I would say my, I have to constantly battle that against my flesh to go like, no, it's not about you. It really does feel good uh, to show them, you know, how to just think about the person, you know. But yeah, then like you always told me, like, I think particularly in our kids' world, it, it, just getting their eyes up and off themselves. I remember you've said this so many times to me that like, it is very natural for us, us all to be little narcissists, to just always think about our world. And when we get out and if we're like in a bad mood to say, let's just go surprise somebody, you quickly realize the world is much bigger. There's much more going on and um, everybody's facing a battle, you know, that saying, and it's, it's fun to get out there and forget about your own woes, what they ever, they well, it's be. amazing. Even they, you know, now that we have science on neural pathways, there yeah. are parts of your brain that light up around kindness, no matter what, whether you do it because you're going to get something in return. But if you do it altruistically without getting anything in return, it actually lights up regions of your brain that cannot be lit in any other way. And it, and yeah. it fires up endorphins and, yeah. So fascinating. So I know that you've lived the goodness of that. And then you do fight with this whole battle of, you know, the doing. Okay, so I love that you shared practical ways, because I think that people get tripped up going, well, I don't know how to be kind. What does that even mean? And so how okay so, so, think, so um, with kindness well, that you can be rejected. So you there's a certain amount of bravery that comes with it. Can you speak yes. to that? There's bravery and there's risk of being misunderstood too. And I think I've noticed that this is a, I didn't attend to bring this one up, but I'm a super like, you know, kind, gregarious person. And some men can take it as you're flirting. And I was like, cool. there's been a couple of times where I'm like, oh gosh, I wasn't flirting. I just wanted to give you a, 
<laughs> so I'm like, ah! But I mean, I think when my kids were little, they would offer something to a stranger and they would think it was like laced with anthrax or something. It's like our world thinks there's always like, if you go to New York City, they're trying to give you a CD, but they really want $5. So it's right. natural, right. just everyday kindness is unexpected. And you sometimes will get people that are not in the mood for it or just surprised and confused and don't know what your true intentions are. And so that's part of it. But I think we, we hold back because we don't want to be embarrassed. Um, we miss out just that chance that for every 10 people we see, there's one that, you know, and we, I, I have stories after stories of people that were engaged in line them up. They said, I'm so glad I did this. I never knew I'd run into this person or, you know, we offered to pay their gas and they were on their last dollar. I mean, God just does those divine appointments that connects you with people that you go, I'm so glad I risked it today. But one thing um, I was thinking as you were talking was I've noticed the people that are most receptive of it that just get overlooked so if you think about how often we go through drive-throughs and you know the cashiers and even right now all the people in my house like they are responding so well as as um tile people and painters to just me knowing their name you know and to say how's your day and not being like can you fix that you know i think they're used to being treated like a service or a, they're, they're not a person and i think that we got to remember we like to be treated like people too and i noticed that in my mom's house people would flock back to our house because she knew them and she knew what was going on and she was genuinely interested in them being a part of our lives. Yeah. And that didn't go for like anyone of status. It was like from the person, you know, like I said, at Subway and to the most CEO person that came through our house, they all had value and, and mattered to her genuinely. And you could feel it. For oh, sure. Courtney, the fact that I love that you bring up the dignity and value of every single human being human. Mm -hmm. It's a human connectedness versus dehumanization. It's so prevalent in our culture right now. Okay. So just today, as people go out, what's it, what is something that you would encourage today? Like something simple that someone could do, just try it, you know, just yeah, one of my fun ones, and I, this could backfire, so good luck, but when my girls were little and we went into grocery stores all the time, we had one in our neighborhood in Florida, I would just start talking to the cashier and say, hey, how's your day today? Have you had some grumpy customers? Are you good? And like when they figured out by the second question, I was kind of really interested in what they were saying. I would say, oh, girls, grab your favorite candy. And then I would just say, oh, do you have a favorite candy? And they're like, oh, yeah, I love Reese's. And they never clued in. And we would just throw the Reese's on the thing. And I would get my girls one, too, so it wasn't so obvious. And then when we were leaving, we'd hand it back to them. And I just, oh, the surprise God. of people go, what? Like, you would have thought I threw them a $50 bill. And it's just a Reese's Cups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's that habit of, like, I think we just get so absorbed with our busyness and our day to just have marks or moments that you're like, I'm pausing to see that person and find out something about them. So that when you go back, you're like, hey, how's your daughter? You know, so again, it goes back to do they matter? Do they feel seen? And this goes with everyone from your cashier to your bank teller to your lawyer. I mean, it doesn't matter class or, you know, or position. Everybody wants to know that they're a human and they have worth in what they're doing. So that's what so good. Seriously, thank you, Courtney, so much. That is just a load of goodness. And oh my so, gosh. And uh, let me tell you, get a puppy. I was anti-dog and now I'm obsessed, but she has been like a little emotional support um, animal of the pandemic. Just stopping to let people hold a puppy, they just light up. We did that the other day and a guy that I've seen walking the streets for, I don't know, at least 30 years. And, and I've never had the opportunity to, you know, to know his name because it just yeah. has never come up. 
we were sitting out with the window down waiting for somebody and this little puppy was you know lucy's puppy and he came to our car and said may i pet your puppy and and now i know exactly who he is and he said you all were so nice to me and he was like honk anytime you see me and i'll know that you're saying hi and i was I like we're on it, it. I know. And, Colby, and also children, people just lower their guards. Like I would say when my kids were super tiny and they would go in and do things for light them up there, people are less suspicious than they are of adults. Cause they think adults always are up to something. And so oh, good, Courtney, my gosh. Um, and by the way, I'm not, I am going to cheat case horn. And when I've had loss, when I've had hard times, there's been several times where Kay has driven across town and knocked on my door. And that has surprised me so much. It's like, I'm really nice to people like right around my <laughs> my area, but you took to the Dallas Tollways to come bring me food and a cooler. And I can't tell you how much that means. Um, Cause I think we all assume that, oh, she must have a community. And you don't ever assume, you assume that people are lonely and they need support no matter who they are. And I've just loved that about you. And it's made a mark for sure. You are an inspiration too. And maybe that's the way it goes. Like watching, like what your mother did like what your mom did and you know what Courtney my mom was the same way and my grandmother and so and okay so you may go that's in my DNA I know that they did it on purpose and that we can do this I'm convinced that we can turn this discord around by like one home at a time just yeah. you know one family at a time one day at a time just do it and it, it the thing is it's not about accolades it's just about being a human being it actually feeds you well it's a definitely mood booster it's like it's like it you go on a fresh walk and you're like whoa i need to get outside it's like if you just go for two different things in the day you're like man that just turned my day around because like you always your eyes get off of yourself and get up on what jesus is doing in the world and onto other people and it just it really changes things around so well, thank you. This is, this is great. Thank you so much. <laughs> A special thanks to Courtney DeFeo. Check out Courtney at CourtneyDeFeo.com and uh, be sure to follow her Instagram and be inspired. And a special thank you to you for joining us on the Peace Project podcast. Here's to practicing thankfulness, kindness, and mercy today and increasing your peace and joy along the way. <laughs>